All right, so now we're into our third recording about the concept of the patriarchal. All right, so for one thing that I feel like I need to address, um, that I need to address before we move forward is the idea of, of oneness, so that this will make a little bit more sense. Um, well, and before I do that, I'm going to just reiterate something, and that is the fact that um, the idea of um, this plural word that exists throughout the Old Testament. Um, there's been some focus upon that first verse in the Bible where it says, and Elohim, um, and the gods created the heavens and the earth. Um, so, but the truth is, is that the word Elohim is used throughout um, the Old Testament. And so it is at the very foundation of what, um, that word is at the very foundation of what we consider to be God or the transcendent. We just haven't thought about it. <laughs> As is often the case with language, um, that's why I, I'm fascinated by language and the way that we beguile ourselves. We say we believe one thing, but our language tells us something different. So the very word that we've been pointing at all along through all the years, <laughs> the very first concept that, well, the Western world has of this idea of a transcendent being all began with the plurality. Okay, so... But we can begin to understand this as we consider the patriarchal and the idea of um, fathers. It's kind of one of those questions of um, what came first, like the chicken or the egg, right? Um, well, the chicken came first. Well, it must have come from an egg, which came from a chicken, which came from an egg. And we kind of get a glimpse of this with something that Jesus Christ said. So Jesus Christ made this comment. He says, I want these people who believe in me. He says, I want them to be one in me as I am one in the Father. And then, of course, so here comes the next, um, the next fascinating thing about what Christ was talking about, because it goes back to this very word. Because the word he would have derived that from was the original word in the beginning. So the Elohim, which is a plural word. So um, it could be looked at as, I want them to be one in me as I am one with the Father. Yes, with the Father, but with the Fathers. And um, so at this point, it's probably something that may be a little bit mind-blowing if you haven't thought about it that way in the past. And then there's another scripture which, really, which is really fascinating, which is the one where Christ says, I do nothing save that which I have seen the Father do. So that's a fascinating concept that everything that we look at, that, that all, even if it's not done, uh, I don't know that it was exact, but that he had seen somehow by vision, by memory from his life before he came to this world, he was doing exactly that which he had seen the Father do. So that the very thing that Christ did upon the earth had been done before by the Father. And if it had been done by the Father before, 
then wouldn't the Father at some point in his existence in the eternities have said himself, when he was doing the thing that Christ did, I do nothing save that which I have seen the Father do? Okay. <laughs> Fascinating. So like a fractal, it goes backwards. And then what does Christ want? He, he gives us this injunction for those who are born of God, those who receive this new life. What do they do? They go forward. First of all, there's this idea of baptism. So they go down into death with Christ and they come out. So, um, and they, he wants us to follow him, to pick up our cross. So he wants us to do what he is doing. Um, and, um, he wants us to suffer well the things that we are called upon to suffer, which in a way is a fractal again, yet again. We are doing what we saw Christ do. Who He is doing what he saw the Father do. Of course, it has a different manifestation within us because we cannot do it in an infinite way. But we do have a cross to bear, a thing to do, which causes some degree of, of suffering. Just being a father in this world to children brings certain troubles. Um, and so we, we are doing what we saw Christ do, and then Christ is doing what he saw the Father do. And then the Father, his Father, would have at some point recognized that he was only doing what he had seen his Father do. So giving praise upward and upward and upward and upward. So this resolves something that we, we need to see that it resolves. And what it resolves is the idea and the, the, the thing which so often has been choked upon, the idea of plurality of gods. It's like, so it's not so much this, this thing where uh, you, you worship or you follow, you put your eyes towards, you, you receive your light, your, your very being uh, uh, from a, uh, a thing which is lots of things of disparate things you're receiving that which you are your nature from one thing but that one thing is comprised of multiple parts you could say and you say well yes but in this world you can have a father and a son and the apple falls far from the tree the son is nothing like the father in this world right but in that world, what we're talking about is being born of God. So the principal way in which the Son is like the Father is a spiritual way, not temporal. So they're one in the thing that matters most, in the characters and attributes of God. One in love, compassion, mercy, justice. And you can understand this. When you see it in the world, you can have a teacher and a pupil, and the pupil is a very good pupil. The pupil comes to take on the very attributes of the teacher so that you can ask a question of the pupil, and the pupil can perfectly reflect the teachings of the master. If the pupil has taken on the spiritual reality of the master, if the pupil is not a hypocrite, saying one thing, but inwardly being something else, 
So by this we begin to understand the principle or the understanding of the fathers. And this is what it is to be patriarchal. So all of the good things that we have come down from the Father of Lights, or from the Elohim, from the Fathers, through our Father, the Father of the thing which saves us from all that is not in keeping with the Fathers, and who saves us from all that is not like the Fathers. My personal conviction is that it is found in all that is Jesus Christ. That we find our life in that embodiment of the truth. And you don't have to be a part of any particular religion or, or framework to be able to look at the story, thus giving thanks again to Jordan Peterson, um, to be able to look and go, oh, that's it. That's it. Pick up your damn cross and make your way up the hill. Right? Right? We all have it. And thus we come up, become a part, though a smaller part, of that spirit, which is the spirit and intent of the Father, of the Father's.